That is the sound of hundreds of students at Tingling Tar High School in Toka Municipality lining up for their midday meal of rice and veggies. This still unfinished concrete school of 1,100 students on the urban edge of the Kathmandu Valley is one among tens of thousands of government schools countrywide that serve hot meals to their students. In two more years, the midday meal program, known here as Dia Kadza, will feed children in all 77 districts. After the remaining six districts transition from meals provided by the United Nations World Food Program. This is no small feat, nor cheap. From 2017 to 2020, the Diakadza budget almost quadrupled, from $20 million to nearly $70 million. After teacher salaries, this is the largest education expense in Nepal. Welcome to Nepal Now, the podcast where we discuss new ideas and initiatives to move the country forward. My name is Marty Logan. In March, I traveled to the far west region and visited five schools in both the hills and the Tarai Plains. Unanimously, I found that officials and parents liked the government school feeding. It made students excited about going to class and provided some of them with their most healthy meal of the day. I'm not saying there are no challenges. Some schools and the municipal governments that transfer the money to them to run the program, budgeted by the central government, say that providing 15 rupees per child per meal just isn't enough, when they also have to pay for cooks, utensils and transportation. And media reports appear regularly about low quality food in a certain school or of officials substituting processed food for the nutrition-based menu created by the Ministry of Education and WFP. Surprisingly, neither the government nor the UN agency has analyzed the impact of school feeding on child nutrition in Nepal, a country where malnutrition remains a major health problem. That said, schools and municipalities are forging ahead with Diakadza. In the fertile outskirts of Kailali district, with the help of the WFP, Schools are contracting local women farmers to provide rice, lentils, milk, yogurt, and almost every other ingredient needed for their menus, fresh from their fields. And here in Toka, the municipality has itself expanded school feeding beyond grade 5, the last year of the government program, to grade 10. Here, Mayor Prakash Adhikari describes his constituency. Toka municipality has people coming from all 77 districts. Most of them work hard as laborers, live in small rented quarters, and have aspirations of sending their kids to community schools, even if they can't send them to private schools. Still, the inequality in the municipality was apparent when officials visited the schools, added the mayor sitting behind his desk in his office in the municipality building, while a half dozen of his team members sat on the other side of the room listening. There are eight community schools in Toka municipality, which are run by the government. When we got elected, we got a chance to go on a monitoring visit to these schools, where kids from poor and middle-class families study together. We saw that during lunchtime, some kids were having their lunch, while others were watching them have their lunch. 
This discrimination made the whole team very emotional. It doesn't make sense to feed only some students, says the mayor. So his team decided to expand the Akadza to grade 10, the last year of high school in Nepal's education system. We can't discriminate among kids. We have to treat them equally. We can't feed some and not others. All kids, from nursery to grade 10, are our children. No family feeds only their two-year-old and not their older one. We are guardians to all of them, and we should fulfill our duty to all of them. Just a couple of kilometers away, the final meal is being prepared for the one school still to start its annual year-end break. Unlike the schools I visited in the far west, those in Toka and neighboring municipality Buranil Kanta don't have their own kitchens. Instead, most rely on meals prepared here by a non-profit called Food for Life Nepal. It started delivering school meals around 2010, providing food for one school. Despite this being Nepal's capital city, Food for Life chairman Bridges Lakul expands on what we heard earlier from Mayor Adhikari. This area is full of immigrant families from the country's villages who are looking for a new life in Kathmandu but can face tough times along the way, he explains outside the kitchen, located on the green edge of Kathmandu. They come here so with some dreams, you know, in this capital city. They leave their village life and they come here. And when they come here, they find out that it's totally different. They come to Kathmandu and then now they are stuck. So these kind of people, I think, they are around here, you know, these areas. You know. And that's where we are also trying to help them. At least if not the whole thing, at least their children. In many cases, adds the chairman, both parents work, so there is little time to prepare school lunches. And some of them, maybe it's a good meal. You know, for someone, it's the only good meal for them. You know, because uh, these fathers, and you know, they're hardly, I think maybe in a, in a day, they earn like maybe 500 rupees or something. We had uh, visited their you know, houses also. It's like a temporary you know, shelter. Some of them is like, I think, it's making a big impact for them. Food for Life started providing midday meals to 18 students in one school. When word got out, more students started flocking to the school and other schools nearby started asking for the meal service, says public relations manager Nilima Shrasta. So even, even uh, at the beginning time when there were 18 students and we started this um, meal program, school meal program, uh, the enrollment uh, ra raised by like um, from 18 to 44 children in two weeks. It's just the children, they went home and said to their friends, you know, we get meal also in our school. And, and the children from other schools started coming to that school also. And so many ch uh, parents started uh, sending the children to school also. Up to that point, Food for Life was financing the operation through donations. Then the central government brought in Dia Kadza. Now the nonprofit feeds 4,700 students daily in 23 schools. That number would rise to 8,500 if all those schools expanded the program to grade 10. 
Visiting communities in the far west, I was not surprised to see that a hot meal had the power to draw children to school every day. But I didn't expect that here in the capital. You know, we were starting after lockdown, we were starting this program. And then the second wave hit. And after that, we couldn't manage for like four or five days. You know, there was some management problem and we had to stop. And all the schools were calling up and they were saying, you know, we cannot hold the school, children at the school because the meals are not here. So please, anyhow, just send the, send the meals. Even if, if it is for the fund, we'll try to manage it anyway. You know? The school, they, they could not conduct because the children were hungry and they started going home. It's great to see Food for Life teaming up with municipalities to provide these popular school meals. But speaking with them, I couldn't help but think about some of the smaller schools I visited in the far west, which are barely able to dish out meals at 15 rupees per student. Food for Life is basically doubling that amount, calculating that the total cost for their meals, including food, cooking, delivery, etc., is 30 rupees. Plus, they say that their normal portion size is 120 grams, compared to the 80 grams set in the Diakadza program. It seems increasingly clear, particularly with inflation rising, that the 15 rupee provision per meal will have to be boosted. Financing such a hike would be a challenge for Nepal, which only officially lost its least developed country status in November 2021. WFP Nepal has committed to continue working with the government on school feeding after its own meals operation ends in 2024. That includes seeking additional funding from donors. Such multilateral support will be key if Nepal is to successfully feed every school-going child up to grade 5 at least one hot meal a day. You can learn more about Diakadza in a couple of articles and a video which I recently reported as part of a global fellowship. You'll find the links in the show resources. Let us know your thoughts about this episode on social media. We're at Nepal Now or at Nepal Now Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can follow us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pocket Casts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Marty Logan. I produced this episode, and I'll talk to you again soon.